0: Moncrief on News Talk.
1: Cork is famous for many things. One of them is that at one time the Cork Butter Exchange was the largest butter market in the world. So it's no great surprise that this city is home to the Cork Butter Museum. Peter Foynes runs it and joins us now. Good afternoon, Peter. Good afternoon, Sean. Uh, why did why was Cork at one time so big in butter?
0: Well it was a combination of well, it's geographic position, really. Sitting at the top of the harbour gave it access to the Atlantic routes and then the hinterland is the best grassland in Europe. So Cork is the place where those two things met. Right. And was there was there butter coming from other parts of the world through Cork? No, it was produced in Cork. Well, it was produced out in the Cork hinterland, Kerry, Cork, and then traded through the city. Right. Okay. So and it wasn't an entrepot.
1: And that's how many butter producers would there have been, if you like, at its height?
0: At its height, though, there would may be maybe 20, 30,000 small farmers producing butter. Bring it into Cork into the Butter Exchange in the late 19th century. And what would happen to it then? Then it would be brought into the exchange. Um, by then, it's in these small barrels called firkins, and then it's graded, it's tested and graded, and then it's sent off. It's it's sold it and sent off to the various destinations by the merchants. Yeah. Um, yeah. The grade. What made cork different was the grading system. That was unique in the world. Well, yeah, probably in the world. Right. Okay. But, that you could, they che- you could test, you could trust what you were reading because someone had checked it. Yeah, and that's quite important.
1: Yeah, and th- th- then when the the butter was sent off, were there like in, you know, in the early part of the en- of last century, yes, say, yes. were there many different brands of butter that people could choose from?
0: no i don't think the word brand was generally used yes <laughs> what we'd call a brand yeah. yeah
1: no i don't think
0: so no i mean there were the grades of butter that the first second third fourth fifth cork butter but i mean cork had a brand identity but as far as i know that's the only one that had a brand identity through, okay. through the
1: butter exchange well, yeah. so if people went into that they just get butter
0: well in in the late it depends before they come with the cream beads i think you just get butter you know, some idea where it came from but when the creameries come in, in the late 19th, early 20th century, then you have a, a, another specific area brand butter. Like call, right. Or okay. call, but a yeah. Creamery butter from a certain creamery.
1: Yeah. So people would buy, tend to buy butter from their own area kind of thing. In, yeah, part, right, generally. It, yeah. it seems
0: from the cream. There are two periods here, the creamery and the non creamery period. OK, when the creameries come in, then people are buying branded butter that has a name on it from a certain creamery. Mm. Obviously in the cities, they don't make butter. So, it, the butter is brought in from the, from, the, from the countryside, but in the rural areas, I presume they bought their local butter. Yeah,
1: because in as I understand it, in, in, in the museum, you do have a, a large collection of different sorts of wrappers that they had. Um, a very good collection of the wrappers, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fine, and, so. and tell us a bit about them. Well,
0: the, the butter wrappers we have are the parchment butter wrappers that were used probably in the 50s and 60s. The background is that there were hundreds of small butter producers, small creameries, especially mm. in Munster. And each, like 1955, there were 154 butter producers in this country, mainly in Munster, actually made largely in Limerick, actually. Um, and each of those has their own brand, each of those has their own wrapper. And it was on a generally just a small parchment wrapper with a logo on of some kind, the name.
1: Things like that, you know, the yeah The details, and there were an only image. two printers in the country that could print no, these. actually things, two, but...
0: yeah. It was Coleman's of Cork and Crokers of Waterford, yeah, the two. Yeah. Ones, yeah. And who
1: would and, and then who would they get to design
0: these wrappers? We don't know that. Both those companies are long gone, and there is no record surviving of who designed them or when they designed. There is one creamy wrapper from a place called Greybridge in County Limerick, and that has the named artist on it. Gladys Leach was well-known in Cork as a line drawings and an artist but that's the only one we know of whether the named the designer yeah. on it actually
1: and all those different sorts of butter and that great or at least you know uh, named butters um that all stopped when we joined the European Union is that fair to say it destroyed the native butter industry in this country That's putting it very broadly. I'm just trying to get you mad. No,
0: what What happens is is that this whole world of tiny butter makers wouldn't sustain joining the European Union because when we joined the European Union in 1973, Denmark joined. Denmark had a much more efficient dairy industry and these people would have been wiped out. So there was huge pressure from amalgamation before the late 60s, early 70s. And that's when all those little creameries began to amalgamate into bigger ones and bigger ones and bigger ones.
1: Right, and so they, that became like co-ops and things. did it? Well, they were all co-ops in the first place, but yeah. they, they became what became the big six. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so, and when did uh, uh, dairy, uh, dairy Gold come into being? Dairy Gold is an, exactly when
0: I don't know. Dairy Gold is an amalgamation of or Kerrygold, Gold, I should say. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's yeah. quite a different thing. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry.
0: <laughs> don't never make a mistake in front of a butter expert. And... Carry Gold, Gold is a brand that was developed in the early, the early 60s. 60s. Yeah. this is the sixth anniversary. But that's that. That's a, yeah, that was owned by Board Barnett. This gets complicated. Yeah. But um, that's just a brand, right? It okay. was just a brand. Just a brand. Yes. Yeah.
1: But that was. Am I right? That was like that name was actually like dreamed up by some American.
0: Well, it was dreamed up as you put it by Benton and Bowles, which was it was a, an American um, advertising agency. That bunny used. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't just them, obviously.
1: Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. But it was, yeah. It was mostly that, yeah.
0: And O'Reilly was involved as well, obviously.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there are other people. Yeah. There was a board there as well, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. And
1: so, can you, the, the visitors you get now, I mean, presumably the summers are, are your busy months. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. It's a tourist attraction, I like guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, and what kind of countries, like, do people go in there who, like, from countries that just don't make butter? Yes.
0: I mean,
1: um, yeah. yeah, I mean we get quite. I mean
0: we get quite a spread. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry,
1: couldn't <laughs> resist that. Butter humour as well. Don't <laughs> underestimate it. Peter, thanks a million for coming yeah, to right. us it's today. It's that was uh, Peter Fynes there <laughs> uh, from the Cork uh, Butter Museum. Moncrief weekdays at two p.m. on News Talk.